I encourage you to get the book and really think about how you're using your time and what is the 10x leap that you want. If you're really, really busy, you're doing 2x. If you've got a lot of free time and you're getting paid well for delivering high value, then you're probably on the 10x path. To go 10x, you've got to work less, not more. This is the Authority Builder Podcast. This is the place to come if you're building a professional practice and you want to be seen as the leader in your market. We're going to interview the top experts throughout professional services, and we're going to share insights with you to help you grow your firm and be positioned as the only choice that clients ever want. Welcome to the Authority Builder Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and we've got a special episode for you today. No interview today. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you my insights from a brand new book, that is out from uh, Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy called 10X is Easier Than 2X. The book is fantastic. And uh, I've been privileged to have interviewed both Dan and Ben. I think Ben's been on the podcast a couple of times. And uh, I love their thinking and uh, I love when they collaborate and think together. So today what I'm going to do is share with you a few of the insights that I've gained from the book. If uh, you're listening to this, great, um, easy thing to do. Certainly I'll go through them. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll get to see the insights that I've, I've written up. And at the end, I'm going to share with you how you can get uh, a, a, a Google Doc with all of my insights in it from the book so that you can start to get some benefit from the book. And I highly recommend that you get a copy of this book. Uh, again, the book is uh, 10X is Easier Than 2X, How World-Class Entrepreneurs Achieve More by Doing Less. And you can get a copy for yourself at 10xeasierbook.com, 10xeasierbook.com. And so let's just dive right in. Uh, for a little context, I, you know, I read this book. I got a, an early copy uh, as a client of Strategic Coach and had a, a, a plane ride not too long after I got the copy. I took it on the plane with me. And between the plane ride up and back, I had pretty much finished the entire book. And as I went through it, uh, there's just gold nuggets throughout the book. And I really believe this is probably one of the more important books written for entrepreneurs in the last decade. Um, and I read, I read a lot of books. I've read probably most of the books, the major books that have been published uh, over the last 10 years for entrepreneurs. This one's different. It's special. And uh, that's really why we're doing this special episode for it. And, uh, and so I, I really just want to walk you through some of the things that that I gleaned from this. And then I'll share with you again the document where you can look at these. But, uh, you know, the first thing that, that the book opens up with is the story of Michelangelo and how he, he went from doing sort of small projects or actually even in the beginning where no one believed that he had any artistic capability to doing some smaller projects. And then every time he would do something, he would then leverage that and leap ahead to something that was 10 times bigger, 10 times more important. And he's quoted in the book and when asked about how did he create the sculpture of the David. And in the book, he's quoted as saying, I just remove everything that is not David. And that really struck me as, as really the fundamental thing. If you're trying to, to grow a business or really accomplish anything that's much larger than where you are right now, primary task is removing everything that is not 
what it is that you think the end piece of art should look like, whether that piece of art is the business that you're building or some other project that you're going after. It's really about removing everything that doesn't fit that and then revealing the business in this case, you know, for those of us in business, revealing the business that you want to create. And I think that that takes a great deal of intentionality around what it is that you're trying to create and understand and have a vision for what you're trying to create. And without that, it's really hard to know what to remove. Um, And so I think a lot of us are running around very busy all the time, tangled up in things that aren't really getting us to that vision of where we want to be. And they need to be removed. And so that was really the first thing that struck me in the book. As I go through it, there again and again and again, Ben Hardy makes the case that 10X is about removing and focusing, whereas growing 2X. So, I mean, we all look at, hey, if I double revenue, that, that'd be pretty great, right? Um, but you can do 2X by just working harder. You know, I think a, a central idea in this book is that to go 10X, you actually have to look for the one or two paths. There probably aren't very many paths paths that are going to get you from where you are now to 10x bigger, whatever that means. And you're going to have to be a little more discerning about how you get there. Um, You can't just work 10 times harder and get there. It doesn't, the math doesn't work. And so it's not about more effort to, to go 10x, whereas 2x is about more effort. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is they think, Ah, it's hard enough to, to even grow one and a half times or two times. I can't think bigger than that because I don't have the energy or the capacity to do that. When really it's not about that. It's, a, it's about peeling back and doing less but better. And so they, you know, Ben talks in the book about going from 2X thinking to 10X thinking there's this shift where you have 80% of what you're doing, the existing stuff. If you're trying to go 2X, you're going to keep the 80% and you're going to have 20% new. And you're just going to keep doing that 80% harder and faster. If you're going to go 10X, you're going to let go of most of the existing stuff. And so they they showed in the book as being 20% existing things that you're doing now, 80% new because those new things are focused and they're more valuable and they're better quality. And they talk in the book about the idea that exponential growth flows from high leverage niche services. And that to me really is very much about increasing quality to grow bigger. It's not increasing quantity. It's about how can I do something that's more valuable to fewer people, but it's so much more valuable that they're willing to pay me infinitely more for it. It's it's a qualitative shift, not a quantitative more, more, more which requires that you simplify things. To make this leap, it's all about simplification. And so it's, you know, as you think about this, I think the first thing that it requires is a big vision. So what the heck does 10X mean to you? And I've been aware of this thinking. Um, I've been around Strategic Coach for about eight years. Um, This is a concept that they teach there. And when I first learned it, I thought, oh, it's all, it's just numbers, you know? If I'm at, you know, a million, I'm going to go to 10 million. But it's really not about that. It's, it's first and foremost a qualitative thing. Like, how do I get 10 times better 
than where I am today. Not how do I necessarily get 10 times bigger. The 10 times bigger comes as a result of getting 10 times better because you're 10 times more valuable. And to do that, you have to focus on what not to do, what you're going to stop doing. It's the only way to get better. And, you know, it's funny, I've reflected back over the years in business. I've had a lot of 10 times leaps um, going back all the way to the beginning. In fact, if you think about all the way through your life, you probably had an awful lot of 10 times leaps, you know, from, you know, as Ben points out as a story in the, the book, they talk about, you know, moving from, you know, sort of crawling as a baby to walking and running and riding a bike. There's a whole series of 10 times leap in capability throughout that. And so the reality is, you know how to do this and you're well-practiced at doing it. And the thing that you have to really grapple with, and I think this is where it's really difficult, is you first got to have the vision. Um, I was working with a client today and really kind of helping think through where they wanted the business to go. And they, they weren't sure. And I think it's really hard sometimes to know what you want um, and to articulate what you want. It's, it's much easier to know what you don't want. I get this all the time with our kids, you know, as the, the uh, designated driver to uh, dinner when we're going out to dinner. I'll get to the top of the driveway and say, all right, where are we going to dinner tonight? And invariably, for all of the entire time that uh, I have had children, the answer has been from all of them, I don't know. But then when you suggest, well, what if we go here or we go there or we go there? It's always, well, I don't want to do that. Well, that doesn't sound good to me. No, not that place. I think we all really know well what we don't want. I think it's very difficult for us to understand what we do want. And I think that makes this, this idea of going 10 times really difficult. Or we try, and, we try and oversimplify and say, well, it's just about money. I'm just going to do 10 times revenue. You know, I, I increasingly have the opportunity to work with very successful entrepreneurs. And many of them have told me, look, it isn't about the money anymore. I don't, I don't have any, I don't need any other stuff. Like they get to a point where money no longer has utility. And so that doesn't, that hasn't changed the fact that they want to grow 10 times, but they want to do it in different ways and for different reasons. And so I think it's really important to know from where you are now, what does your next 10 times leap mean? What's it going to look like when you're there? What, you know, how are you going to de define that leap? And I encourage you not to just define it in terms of dollars. Dollars are cool, but I, I really think, and one of the, the big takeaways for me out of this book is that, that that 10 times leap is really much more about how can I improve the quality of what I'm doing and narrow the focus of who I'm doing it for so that it is 10 times or 100 times or 1,000 times more valuable to those people. Because if I can do that, the money will follow. And to do that, you have to focus on what not to do. What is it that you're doing now that you have to leave behind? And so I think to me, this is just a fundamental like way of thinking. And I know from talking to so many entrepreneurs that we pay a lot of lip service to this, but very few people are actually doing it. You know, so I think this is really, really important. One of the things I highlighted in the book, there's one paragraph where the, the phrase let go is in the paragraph about three or four times. And I wrote down, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it there on the screen. I wrote down, let go, let go, let go of the 80% to make yesterday's 20%, today's 
So those things that were the most valuable 20% of what you were doing yesterday, make that what you invest 80% of your time on today. And that requires really elevating your identity, who you are and your standards. And as Ben points out in the book, that's an emotional process, which means it has to be qualitative. It is not quantitative. So going through that, that elevation, that transformation of your identity and your standards is essential to making a 10x leap. And so uh, the other thing that jumped out at me in here, they talk about goals and point out the fact that the competition is highest for average goals. Most people are aiming for average goals. Those are the hardest actually to attain when going 10x is wide open because most believe that they can't do it. So there's much less competition there. And so I really do believe and have experienced over the last, really the last two years as we've made a series of leaps within the business. If you've been following us for a long time, you may have picked up on some of these. And as we've made these leaps, things have become easier and easier and easier for me. And you think, well, how how is that possible? You know, given the growth that we've had, how is it possible that actually as the months go by, I'm actually working less than I have, taking more time off. When I take the time off, it's freer than it's ever been. But it's because we're going after a much bigger goal, and that requires letting go of an awful lot of stuff that I was hanging on to before that really wasn't serving the bigger goal. You know, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a long time, uh, a couple of years ago, I started a series called The Less I Do, The More I Make. And I started off with the idea that I'm going to take you know, a, a lot more days off. And for a while, that worked pretty well. And then we started to, to really grow and get busy, and it went away for a little while. And then I really had to think differently about how we were. We were very much in the 2x mindset of to grow, well, we just have to work harder and do more and do more and do more. And I let that go. And really starting about almost a year ago, I let that go to the point that, and it's taken six or eight or nine months to to begin to really feel it, but let that go to the point where I could go away, I could step out of the business for 11 days in March, zero contact with the business, came back, had our best four weeks ever following that, and then followed by uh, a second record-setting month in April. And so having lived a lot of what's in the book, I can tell you that the, the way that it's articulated in the book, I think will open it up for a lot of people that have been wanting this and haven't been able to quite figure out how to how to get around it and how to start doing things um, to move it forward. And so, again, for those who are interested in growing a business, I, I think this is one of the most important books that you can that you can find. Um, there's a lot in here. Um, the, obviously, it's not perfect. It's not the only book you should be reading, but I think there are some some things in here that will really change and elevate your your thinking, particularly around the difference between transactional relationships and transformational relationships. Um, when you begin to, to create transformational relationships, which really can only happen if you're focused on a smaller group of people and helping them with something that they see as much more valuable. And um, when you do that, there's no one, no one loses in, the, in those relationships. You know, you can create great transformation that's highly valuable to people and you can be paid very well for it and it can be work that you love doing. And the result can be such a game changer for the people that get it that, that they go around as your biggest fans forever. 
It really is possible, but it requires that level of focus. And it requires a change in how you experience and approach time. And that's one of the things that the book ends on. Um, And one of the things that I want to kind of finish this episode with is that the 10x approach to time is completely qualitative, not quantitative, which means it doesn't matter how many hours you work. What matters is what's the quality of the hours that you invest towards your goals? What's the quality of the hours and the days that you invest in recovery? What's the quality of the hours and days you invest in preparation? All of these are critical, but they're not quantitative. And when you begin to to see how that works, it's tough. You know, I was raised, uh, you know, to, to work hard and put in the time and do all of that. It's very difficult to pull back. And as you're doing that, try and figure out what am I going to do with the time now? Now I have a whole, a whole lot more time available to me. What am I going to do with the time when it was all filled with work? And I think one of the big risks as people start to go through this is that it's very easy for old habits to jump in and you end up in a place where you're filling the time with busy work and now you're back in the trap. And so I think that's one of the things that has to shift as you make this leap to 10 times bigger, whatever that means for you, is that you have to be okay with free time. And I think that's very hard for an awful lot of entrepreneurs. I think it's very difficult. And, you know, it's interesting. I've, I've understood on a basic level the theory of relativity, the theory of relativity as it relates to, to time, Einstein's theory. And he explained it once, um, and I'm paraphrasing, as, you know, you experience time differently depending on the, the circumstance. So the, the person who sets their hand on a, on a burner on a hot stove experiences time passing relatively quickly and painfully. And the, the person, you know, who's maybe sitting on a beach, we've all had this experience where you're sitting on a beach, you're sort of staring off into space and it, it seems like time doesn't move very quickly or you're sitting in, you know, I can remember sitting in class in school at times and it felt like the tick, tick, tick of the seconds on the clock on the wall couldn't have moved any slower. And so the experience of time is, first of all, time is experiential and the experience of it is subjective and qualitative and nonlinear and flexible. We should be using that to our advantage. Unfortunately, most approach time as a quantitative thing. And we treat every minute or every hour, or every day as if they're equally valuable and they're not. The experience isn't the same throughout all of those. And uh, you know that you can create significant value. I've known this for years about the way I work. The time period right before a deadline, I do amazing work. I do my best work in that time period right before a deadline. It often can drive my team a little bit nuts, and we've had to build some systems around that. But I know that my work is better than, my thinking is clearer. Um, you know, the, that last day or two or last few hours is is better than any of the time I could spend before that. And it is qualitatively better. And so I've learned not to waste a lot of time without having a deadline in place to create that kind of pressure and that kind of of clarity of thinking. Um, And so we all know that this is true, but we often don't live it out in that way. And so, you know, as you're thinking about this, again, I encourage you to get the book. Um, I'll give you the website again in a second. 
I encourage you to get the book and really think about how you're using your time and what is the 10x leap that you want. If you're really, really busy, you're doing 2x. If you've got a lot of free time and you're getting paid well for delivering high value, then you're probably on the 10x path. To go 10x, you've got to work less, not more. And uh, anyway, so I think I think it's just a phenomenal book. I think it'll open up your thinking in a lot of ways, even if you've thought about this for a long time like I have. Um, and I'll close with, with two thoughts from the end of the book. Um, the first is that 10X is available to everyone, but few choose it. And the second is that the bottleneck has always been you. And I'm saying that fully understanding that in my own case, the bottleneck has always been me. So I hope you found this valuable. I hope this encourages you and spurs you to uh, to get the book, to read it, to, to put it to good use. You can get the book at 10xeasierbook.com. Um, I, I have no affiliation other than I'm a client of Strategic Coach. You know, I don't get paid for recommending the book at all. I just think it's a good book and I think it'll benefit you. And if you'd like to get my insights for this particular book, uh, go to the, the podcast page for uh, this episode on our website. It's at uh, authoritybuilderpodcast.com. And so put in authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash 10x easier book, and you'll find it there. You'll also find a link to get the book, um, and you'll be able to download a, a PDF of uh, all of my insights from the book, and you can benefit from. Uh, from what I've pulled out of it. And I can't wait to hear what you get out of it. Please share what you come up with and uh, let's continue the conversation. Until next time, stay unstoppable. Thanks for listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. Here are three ways you can expand your authority. Number one, get a copy of the Million Dollar Book. In it, I show you how to multiply your authority by writing a best-selling book in less than 90 days guaranteed. After all, you're the best spokesperson for your ideas. Go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash book and get your copy. Number two, join me for an upcoming Write Your Million Dollar Book Accelerator, and let's jumpstart your authority building book now. For upcoming dates, go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash accelerator. And number three, work with me and my team to get your book done and bring in business. Email me at steve at authoritybuilderpodcast.com and put, I want to write a book in the subject line. See you soon.